Welcome to ROH Strong Podcast. Here is your host, Kevin Eck. What's up, Honor Nation? Welcome to episode 62 of the ROH Strong Podcast, the official podcast of Ring of Honor Wrestling. Now, today we have a very special guest. This man sired two of the most decorated stars in Ring of Honor history. That's right. The baddest tag team on the planet came from the fruit of his loins. Coming to us live from Sandy Fork, Delaware, he is the patriarch of the Briscoe family. Of course, I'm talking about Papa Briscoe. Mr. Briscoe, welcome to the show. Reach for the sky, boy. Kevin, thank you so much, and that's a heck of an introduction there. I appreciate that, brother. I might need to take you along with me on my business trips. <laughs> well, I would, I would love that. I just got to say, it's a, it's a pleasure for me um, to speak with you because you know I've known your boys for a while and I've spoken with them, obviously, but first time I've ever gotten a chance to speak to the living legend, Papa Briscoe. So I am. I don't, I don't know about a living legend, brother. <laughs> Well, first thing we got to do is talk about this farm match. So this match has been announced. It's going to be Mark versus Jay on the farm there in Sandy Fork. Uh, but before we get to that, I first want to ask you about basically a question I've asked every guest that we've had on this show since it started over a year ago, and that's the pandemic because it's affected everybody. So I just wanted to ask you this past year, how did it affect you as maybe prefer, uh, professionally, personally? What's this crazy year been like for you? Oh, wow. What a year it's been for not only me, but for all of us. Yeah. I mean, gala day. We have been confined. I've been working too much. Uh, Jay's been working too much. I can't say Mark's been working too much. He's been home taking of his kids, taking care of his kids too much. But it's been a tough year, brother. It has been a tough year for not only us, but everybody out there. And, uh, we're just glad it's wrapping up. Absolutely. Now, just did did, uh, did the Briscoe uh, children? Did they have to be homeschooled, or, or were they allowed to go to school? We went to school here like two days a week. They would go two days, and then they would be. It started out they did just all homeschooling and Zoom, and then they got to the point where they would go two days and they would Zoom the other ones. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I, I'm picturing Jay and Mark playing school teacher. That that's. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to see Hey, that. brother, listen, now don't let them lie to you. It was Granny who was the school teacher. Ah, okay. That's why I like that. You're going to give us all the real stories here. All the, I will tell you the real story, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, let's just get right into this farm match. Uh, it's going to take place the weekend of July 3rd on Ring of Honor TV. Uh, of course, also you can watch it on uh, – ROHwrestling.com. The new episode is uploaded there for free every Monday. So that would be July 5th, I believe, if I have my dates right. Um, and of course, you could watch it Monday, July 5th uh, on Ring of Honor Wrestling at 7 o'clock Eastern. And you could watch along on Twitter with our hashtag WatchROH. So now that the commercial's out of the way, tell me about this farm match. What exactly is a farm match? Kevin, these guys, there's, there is tension. There, I mean, and that's an understatement. Yeah. It's not tension. 
there is division, and that's an understatement. I mean, these guys have their whole life been been two that have been one, one that have been two, and now all of a sudden they're on different pages. Yeah, and uh, I, I mean that's just not how it should be. They grew up fighting each other, competing against each other, whether it be football, baseball, boxing, whatever, on the farm. And, and Kevin, they have tried. They have tried everything that you can think of to get, to get this resolved and to, and to get past this, but it hadn't happened. So the only place it can happen is down home on the farm down where it all started. We're going back to where it all started and uh, we'll get it resolved. We will get it resolved one way or the other. Well, see, I'm glad you said that one way or the other, because that's what I was going to ask you about is I know the intention here is to let them fight it out and hopefully they get back on the same page and they go back to being the baddest tag team on the planet, go grab that 12th world tag team championship that I know they want so bad. But let's just let me play devil's advocate. What happens if this fight makes things worse? I mean, do you think that could happen? Kevin, it we will not I I personally will not let that we're going to finish it on the farm. We are I personally give you my word. We are going to settle this thing on the farm. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. When, the, when they finish fighting on the farm, it'll be over. It'll be over. It'll be over. I promise you that. Okay. Well, hey, I know if uh, your words carry a lot of weight, I know that. So if you say that, I know you'll speak it into existence and, uh, and the boys will, will come around and do what, what Papa Briscoe wants them to do. I understand that. Uh, but let me ask you, though, just about this farm match in general, because I'm not really, you know, I, I know a lot about steel cage matches and, and fights without honor and anything, like all these different kinds of matches. I don't know much about a farm match. Are there any rules? Like, how do you, what goes on in a farm match? Kevin, these guys have fought each other since they were five years old. They have jumped off roots. They have busted each open, heads open. They have broken bones. They have lit each other on fire. So what? So in essence, what I'm saying is, this is where we're going back to, back to the roots. And this is what they are. And there are no rules. All, all goes whatever, whatever they think they need to do, whatever they need to do. To get past this hurdle is, is what's legal. There are no rules. Wow. Well, I'll just say this. Anytime the Briscoes, whether it's Mark and Jay together or whether they're in a singles match against other opponents, it's always can't miss. Anytime the Briscoes are involved. And the times that we've seen Mark face Jay, like we just saw it on the 500th episode, that's always can't miss. But this match a farm match where anything goes and you just mentioned some of the things that, that the boys have done to each other over the years, the sibling rivalry. This is a match I would not miss for anything is Mark and Jay going with basically anything goes on a farm. This to me is going to be a sp absolute spectacle. 
And I would say that, uh, again, I can't miss is the only way I could, I could describe this. Uh, but you mentioned their sibling rivalry and some of the things they've done in the past. Did this start like, like at what age? Like, cause I know they're close, right? Like about a year apart. Did this rivalry start like right away when they were little kids or is this something that happened as they got older? Brother, it started from the time they came out the womb. <laughs> they're 51 weeks apart. Ooh. They have competed every breathing day that the good Lord has blessed them with. They have competed. They have competed. That's what makes them so special as a tag team. When their competitiveness combines together, good golly day, you got uh, unbelievable. That's the Briscoes. That's the baddest tag team on the planet. But they've been, but when it's separate like it is now, woo wee. <laughs> got to get it back on track, brother. Got to get it back on track. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I think as, as, as entertaining as it is, I think, for all of us fans to, to see Mark and Jay go at it, because it is, it's, it's, it's great to see two, two great fighters, obviously they're brothers, to go at it. That's awesome. But I think what we all really want to see eventually is just what you talked about, like the baddest tag team on the planet. Let's get them back on the same page, getting along, and go after that 12th world tag team title. I mean, that's, to me, that, that's what it's all about, right? That is absolutely 100% what it's all about. They're not focused now. They're not focused. They, they got too many distractions, too many things going on in their head. We're going to get refocused when we get back on the farm. We're going to get refocused when we get back on the farm. And believe you me, we're coming out of the stable better than ever, better than ever. I was really hoping that uh, that match on the 500th episode that that was going to be the thing that got them back on the, on the same page. Uh, but apparently not. Apparently that didn't do anything except maybe make things, make there even more animosity between the two of them. That, that Kevin, they haven't got it out of them yet. They got to <laughs> get, they got to get, they got to get this mess all out of their systems. They, they that, that, that did not, they, that, they're not done with it yet. They are not done as was very evident. They're not done. We're going to take this thing to the finish. Fight on the farm. We're going to take it to the finish. It's going to the finish. Well, I can't wait. I personally can't wait. Like I said, that match is uh, the weekend of July 3rd on Ring of Honor TV. Also, you can catch it Monday, uh, the Monday after that on the Ring of Honor website. You can tune in on the website at 7 p.m. and uh, go on Twitter and do the hashtag WatchROH. You can watch along. With everybody, with uh, you know, the stars of Ring of Honor as well as the fans of Ring of Honor. But let me ask you uh, again about this this sibling rivalry growing up. Are there any particular moments that stick out to you? If I had to say, like, what are some of the highlights of this sibling rivalry? Is there anything that really like sticks out as far as some, you got some good stories to tell? <laughs> Kevin, I can remember one time when uh, they were probably four and five. And uh, Jara, our daughter, wasn't born yet. And so Jan and I, we went down to the daggone park, a leisurely night in the park. We're going to go down there and look at the park and the zoo and the animals and, and uh, you know, have a nice picnic and enjoy ourselves. So we get over on the horseshoe courts. And it's kind of like a, a, a lane that's there. 
it's kind of like there, there's, there's two lanes. And at the end of the lane, there's a, a steel fence. So they decide they're going to race. So they lie. I mean, this is probably, I don't know what it was, the 30, 40 yard, whatever it was down the road. So they line up and they bang. So I'm always got to be the starter, starter, starter. So I'm just a bang. Go, go. So off they go. And as they get to the finish, Jay is about two steps ahead of Mark. And Mark, and I'm talking about a four-year-old kid, Kevin. Mark <laughs> literally dives for the finish line, which was a steel pole, and splits his head wide open. And we end up in the emergency room that night. I mean, that's how they've been their whole entire life. Wow. Together, brother, together is lightning in the bottle. But when they're, when they're apart, that's what you get, busted open eggs. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling we're going to see some, uh, some busted heads and, geez, busted bodies. And, man, I don't know what else when, the, when this farm match takes place. But, uh, but like you said, hopefully – this is it. And they get everything out of their system and then they move on. Uh, because like you said, when the Briscoes are together, man, there's, there's certainly nobody better, but l- let me go back again to when they were younger. When, when Jay and Mark came to you for the first time and said, you know what, dad, we want to be professional wrestlers. Well, about what age were they when they, when they said, oh. or was this like right away in grade school? <laughs> Kevin, it, they were so young. I mean, I'm talking like, Galladay. <laughs> I'm talking like six, seven years old. They were committed and wanted to be, and that's what their goal was. That was their drive. That's what they did. And I mean, it was incredibly young. It's like, it's like, uh, somebody hearing God's calling on their life. This is what we're supposed to be. And right. that's, they started, I mean, it was so incredibly young that, that and, and, and I'm going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if it was before six or seven, but it was definitely by then. Okay. So I, th- I guess a lot of us, when we're kids, people say, what do you want to be when you grow up? Especially when you're really young. It could be pro wrestler, baseball player, football player, whatever it is. You have these dreams, and parents probably don't take it very seriously because, you know, like I said, every kid wants to do something like that. When your kids said to you at six or seven or maybe even younger, we want to be pro wrestlers, what was your reaction? Were you thinking, ah, this is something they'll grow out of? Or were you thinking, yeah, I could see this happening one day? You know, uh and my wife, Jana, we call her Granny. So I'm going to just refer to her as Granny. I mean, we both knew that this was, this was, this was them. And this was not just something that was, that was uh, a fleeting moment or something that was passing. So we supported them. We, we let them make their way. But whatever, we were there for them, whatever they needed us to do, we were there because it just, we knew it was right, and we knew with uh, their passion and their intensity that it, which never, which has never, they have never lost their passion and their intensity for professional wrestling. And they had, and, and we could, we knew at that time that, yeah, you know what, these guys, and their work ethic, their work ethic, these guys are going to do it. 
these guys are going to do it. Well, I want to talk to you about that work, work ethic because I know that's something that they've talked about before, and I've even heard you talk about instilling that work ethic in them. Uh, talk to me, though, a little bit about that for people who maybe haven't heard the stories uh, about how committed they were back in the day uh, to doing what they wanted to do. I know you mentioned uh, the long days of football practice, you know, school, football practice. Oh, wrestling, wow. Wrestling, wow. the little money, uh, skipping their prom. Wow. wow. some of those stories. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Started, started early. And, uh, and they, they also, I mean, when they were in school, when they were in grade school, middle school, they would spend their days during the summer and, and of course, they weren't big enough. Granny and I kind of had to help them build a ring, and but 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 we built a ring. We built a wrestling ring. They, if we hadn't helped them to make it a little safer, they'd had one that probably would have collapsed. And so we helped a little bit to make it safer. They built a daggone ring. Carpet was the ring pad, and we used cable for the ropes. And they would spend all their summer days wrestling. They'd go inside and they would watch videos. They would love the guys from Japan. They would watch them. They would study them. They would go out in the ring. They would wrestle. They would do it. Then they'd go in and watch the video. This, I mean, I'm talking about middle school, grade school kids, Kevin. And as they grew up in high school, I was their high school football coach. And we would practice. We would practice whatever, 3 to 5, 36 o'clock. They would come off of the practice field take their practice stuff off, and we would jump in the car and drive two hours so they could train, so they could train. We do that three days a week. They, uh, when, when they finally got to the point where we, we set up rings, they, I say we, they set up rings. I mean, it's just incredible what, 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 what uh, uh, the, the work ethic. They, uh, when they finally started actually wrestling, on shows, they had no thought in their mind of attending their high school prom because they were booked for a wrestling show that night. <laughs> there was no thought in their mind what they were going to do. And, um, I mean, that it's just, it's just like I say, I mean, that's what they are. That's what they are. That's what God created them to be. And it has been very obvious from the time that they're birthed. So seeing them want to have this, you know, seeing them have this dream at such a young age and then putting in all the time and hard work to make that dream a reality, uh, just talk to me about the pride. I mean, the pride you must feel at seeing your boys not only make it, okay, they made it into pro wrestling, but to accomplish all that they've done in pro wrestling. Just talk to me about the, the, the pride. Uh, that you feel in that, knowing how hard they've worked for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no question, no question, no question. Uh, uh, we, we are, we are just, just so grateful and so thankful that the Lord has given them this opportunity um, and that he has blessed them and uh, made them what they are. Um, but, but it is, I mean, it did. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably the loudest, most obnoxious fan there when they're wrestling. <laughs> I am terrible. I'm terrible. I get mad if they lose, and I'm terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they're my boys. Yeah, I think I was uh, sitting 
near you one time at a show in the uh, uh, 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. And I think Mark at the time maybe was uh, getting his butt kicked a little bit perhaps in that match. And I, you were getting on him. Like, I heard you yelling from the crowd, like, come on, chicken. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm terrible, Kevin. I, I love I love pro wrestling. I have loved pro wrestling. We watched it. We have watched it all our lives. And I love pro wrestling. And um, um, I, I am just so grateful that my sons have had the opportunity and are pro wrestlers. And I am a pro wrestling fan. Believe you me. Um, and and uh, I get I get wound up. Now. <laughs> There's no question. I get wound up about it. Yeah, well, hey, I, I totally understandable. And I tell you what, when Mark and Jay are in the ring, just as a fan, you can't help but get caught up in it. I can only imagine what it's like when, you know, you're, you're Papa Briscoe and those are your sons in there. So, uh, yeah, I, many ROH shows that I've been to, and I tell you what, when, when the Briscoes are in the ring, uh, everything, it, it, the mood changes because, you know, you're about to see something that's, for lack of a better term, it's balls to the wall from bell to bell. And, uh, you know, I've seen the boys go at it 1,000%, whether it's a sold-out Madison Square Garden or whether it might be in a smaller venue in front of a couple hundred fans, that it's the same effort every time. And I think that, again, goes to their work ethic. And, uh, again, that's got to be a reflection of the, the values and the work ethic that you and, and uh, your wife instilled in them. Well, you know, brother, and, and that's true, and there's not a more perfect – place for them to be than ring of honor because that is that is ring of honor that is what ring of honor is all about i mean i have followed ring of honor for i've been at as many shows since day one now hey that shirt says since day one i could be right me and granny could be right beside him that's (laughs) ring of honor that is ring of honor that is ring of honor i mean that is just professional wrestling at its best Amen. Amen, brother. You never, you won't get any argument from me on that one, but uh, mm. let me ask you about, uh, I'm going to call her mama Briscoe. Cause I don't know if I know her well <laughs> enough to call her. Call oh, her brother. Granny. Everybody calls her granny. Are okay, you all right? If I got <laughs> okay. your permission, I'm going to, I'm going to call her granny then. All right. uh, what was her reaction? Now you said that obviously she was supportive. Her son said they wanted to be wrestlers and she was right there supporting whatever they want to do. But being a mom, you know, moms can be protective. <laughs> Uh, was she ever taken aback by, you know, Mark jumping off the top of the roof onto a day or whatever was going on when they were kids, much less when they were adults in wrestling doing some of the crazy stuff they did? How is it for her? Good question, brother. That is a great question. Hey, and believe you me, Granny's the backbone of (laughs) – Granny's the back – we have got 11 grandkids, and there's – there, there, there's our three kids and their siblings, and Granny is the backbone of all of it. Granny is the backbone of the family. And believe you me, and she loves it. She loves it as much as, as, much as I do, but she still, she still quenches and ducks her head and <laughs> walks away and shakes it to this. They've been doing it 20 years, Kevin, and, and she is still, oh, 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 no, Mark, don't do that, Jay, don't do that. She's still the same, still the same. The mother instinct never, never fails. Well, I, I tell you what, with the way Jay and Mark wrestle, I, I can't blame her. I mean, 
even you don't even have to be related to them and sometimes you cringe and be like no no don't do that and oh man that was great all right hey this is uh we're off to a flying start here uh with papa briscoe we're gonna squeeze in our first break and we'll be back with more right after this Sunday, July 11th, Ring of Honor Wrestling presents Best in the World live on pay-per-view. See ROH athletes such as the Briscoe Brothers, Bandito, The Foundation, La Faccion Ingobernable, Violence Unlimited, and many more. World-class competitors will show why they are the absolute best. Championships will be defended, and legacies will be defined. Find out why honor has always been real. Sunday, July 11th, it's Best in the World live on pay-per-view. All right, we are back on the RRH Strong Podcast. My very special guest is Papa Briscoe, patriarch of the Briscoe family. Uh, now, you mentioned before we went to the break about being day one, and that is 100% true. Uh, going back literally to the very first Ring of Honor show, the era of honor begins in 2002 at the Murphy Rec Center in Philly. The first show, I think it was maybe the second match of the night, was Jay Briscoe versus Amazing Red. I guess, I guess Jay was 18, Mark was 17, and I guess the the state of athletic commission whatever wouldn't allow. He wasn't old enough to wrestle, so he had to sort of be Mark's second, or, or I'm sorry, Jay's second, be the, sort of like the manager. Uh, you were at that show, I know. What are, what are your memories of that show? Oh wow, that was absolutely, that was absolutely uh, a. It, it, I mean, it was kind of like an all-star event for pro wrestling everybody was there i mean the place was this is murphy's wreck is where it is and you're jam packed in there it's 150 degrees and i mean everybody's hot and sweaty they've got the best wrestlers on the planet that are wrestling and I mean, it was such a such a uh, an emotional an emotional high. That whole show was just an incredible culmination of of uh, of of the best of pro wrestling. It was fantastic. Yeah, I could imagine that must have been sort of that first moment of, wow, these guys like the boys have made it. Like, look where they are. I mean, I guess nobody really knew what Ring of Honor, I mean, it was the first show. Nobody knew, was it going to work or was it going to be here for the long term? Of course, here we are 19 years later and still going strong. Wow. But wow. Yeah, it must have been such a sense of pride knowing, you know, one boy's 18, one boy's 17. Here they are on this, really was an independent show, but but had all this talent on it. That had to be like, man, the boys, they, they made it. Oh man, yeah. I mean, it 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 it, it was fantastic. Mark was mad as hell because he couldn't wrestle. <laughs> he was, he was, and, and again, there. I mean, maybe that's their problem right now. Maybe Chicken's still thinking that he's mad because he couldn't wrestle the first show. But go. it was, it was fantastic. I mean, it was phenomenal. But and it's only gotten better, like you said, brother. Nineteen years strong, and it's only gotten better. Could you have ever dreamed when you're watching that show back at Murphy Rec Center that one day the boys would be wrestling in a sold-out Madison Square Garden? Oh, wow. Wow. Who would have ever imagined that Ring of Honor would have gone from Murphy's Rec at whatever street that is in Philadelphia to Madison Square Garden? Wow. 
incredible, brother. Incredible. I'm telling you, incredible. Well, and certainly, like we said, day one, I mean, the Briscoes, obviously a huge reason for the growth of Ring of Honor over the years for, you know, going from basically a VHS company to then getting uh, iPay-per-views and then regular pay-per-views and TV, um, mm. you know, and then mm. obviously playing arenas and playing the garden. Mm. Uh, yeah. Jay and Mark, uh, huge, huge factors in, in Ring of Honor getting to where it is today. Mm. Mm. It, I mean, it, it, it's been, it has been, it's just incredible when you look at Murphy's wreck and then look at look at where Ring of Honor is today. The I mean the the daggone talent level that's in Ring of Honor today. Good golly, hey Kevin, the best roster hands down in wrestling. I mean these guys feel it in their soul. They're not just out there doing wrestling because that's they feel it's in their soul. It's just like the Briscoes are with their family now because they're feeling in their soul. I mean, this is what they're meant to do, what God created them to do. And that's what Ring of Honor is. I mean, it gives them the opportunity. There's no question about that. And, um, you know, sure, I think, you know, I've, look, Jay and Mark are one of not, not only – it goes without saying they're the greatest tag team in Ring of Honor history, 12, uh, 11 tag team championships. Whatever, that, that's not even up for debate anymore. But you literally, I mean, you have to talk about, Jay and Mark, when you talk about the greatest tag teams in the industry of all time, they've got to be in that conversation somewhere. Hey, believe you me, there's not a person in this world that's more proud of them than me. Um, but that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of, and I've watched a lot of wrestling. And I, and I, and, and I believe you me, I love tag team wrestling. Um, and 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 I, I acknowledge their abilities, and their, but I mean it's just tough for me as as to 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 say yeah. It's just tough for me to do because there there's so many good ones. There's so many good ones. I mean the Jackson boys out there, and there's just so many good ones out there. Yeah, there's no question about that. There's no question. There's a lot of great teams. There've been a lot of great teams over the years, but. And I understand it's difficult for you because certainly you're biased. They're your boys. But I think anybody, <laughs> any, uh, any objective observer or fan of wrestling would have to say when you look at tag team wrestling over the years, you got to put the Briscoe. You know, it's tough to say, well, who's the best? But they're on the list. There's no doubt about it. And something else you said about Ring of Honor, I, I, again, I, I agree with you. And, I'm, I'm, you know, of course, I'm biased working for the company. But. Even if I wasn't, I, I just think this is true. What you said about the roster, you look at oh, it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Just bursting with talent. Now, you look at Ring of Honor back in the day. Obviously, some great people to come through Ring of Honor, the Samoa Joes and CM Punks and sure, Brian Danielsons sure. and on and on. There's been a lot of – there's always been great talent in Ring of Honor. But when you look now at just the size of this roster. Oh, my. Oh, my. Not only is there – and I've said this before. Not only is there – quality talent which there's always oh my now there's oh quantity i mean it's just unbelievable the the all the talent that's assembled in that locker room oh man i i, I mean it, it, it yes absolutely it is just unbelievable from from roosh from roosh all the way down 
all the yeah. way down. I mean, it is an incredible roster. Greatest roster in wrestling. No argument for me on that. And here, here's, the, here's the thing about Jay and Mark is, you know, obviously they've been around. Everybody thinks, well, man, they've been around forever. How, how old must these guys be now? They're still in their 30s, right? Because yeah, they're still mid-30s. They're still mid-30s. Yeah, they're mid-30s. Yeah, yeah, they're mid-30s. And we know in the wrestling business, that's really young. I mean, they got another – they could have another 30 years. Hey, I wouldn't be surprised, brother. I wouldn't <laughs> be a bit surprised. Yeah, well, they wouldn't be the first guys to wrestle under their 60s, that for sure. So yeah, I tell you, man. Yeah, so much, exactly. So much, so much they've accomplished, and uh, only in their mid-30s. There's still so much more that, uh, that could come. But uh, who knows, when all is said and done, how many tag team championships or world championships, who knows, that these guys might end up with. But um, I want to go back to something you said earlier about, about you being a wrestling fan growing up. Where, where did you grow up exactly? Where, where were you born? Kevin, I was born in West Virginia. I mean, man, you, I mean, you just look. <laughs> you just you just look at our family and you just look at our, our our lives and I mean it's like this is God's plan right here. I was born in West Virginia. My father was a football coach, high school college football coach. He he uh he was last he was coaching college in West Virginia, West Virginia Westland, and I decided he wanted to get back into high school football coach. So a friend of his that he'd gone, he was in the Navy with in the war was up here in Laurel and he was superintendent of schools and he called him and said, hey, I've got an opening up here for a football coach. You want to come? So we moved to Delaware. We moved to Delaware. I was 12 years old. First time I saw granny, 12 years old. It was love at first sight. Believe you me, that is a real thing. Love at first sight. Wow. And from there, <laughs> it's gone from there, brother. It <laughs> is gone from there. Yes, sir. <laughs> so what age did you discover wrestling? What age did you become a fan? Oh shoot, shoot! I I could boo. Golly day! I was in. I was. Uh, I was probably. Uh, I mean, it was black and white TV, brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was black and white TV, <laughs> and the Four Horsemen, and yeah. Oh, golly day! I was probably in my teens. I mean, I was in West Virginia, and we'd watch it. I would say by by twelve, I was hooked. <laughs> So what what are your, some of your uh, – now, were you going to live shows or just watching it on TV? Were you going to the arenas to see it too or, or no? We we would go pretty much watch it on TV. Good old Black Night Saturday night, man. Watch it be Saturday. WCW and uh, 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 One Band Gang. I mean, we'd, so we'd watch that. And uh, uh, when West Virginia, we never got to go to any live arenas. When we moved to Delaware. And uh, the boys got real interested. We would go to some live arenas, and I will never forget the first time <laughs> me and Granny and Jarrah, our daughter, Jarrah, and the boys, uh, Chicken and, and Jamin, we went to the ECW arena to see ECW. <laughs> it was incredible. And, I mean, you talking, it was almost, it was almost scary. Cause I mean, these guys were flying around and blood was flying and Janet was, oh my goodness, what in the world? <laughs> I got to get my children out of here. <laughs> I mean, it was just incredible. So, so uh, early on, we went to get, we, we would just watch, I, I would just watch it on TV. Uh, when the boys got 
old enough to know what TV was. We watched, I mean, we watched wrestling all of our lives. Saturday morning, uh, WWF, we'd watch it every Saturday morning, Saturday Night Live, whatever, whatever it was on. And then we spent, then I started taking them to some of the arena, to uh, some of the WWF shows. And like I say, eventually we got our way over to ECW. And that was, and that was, uh, that was a, a game changer there. <laughs> So your your daughter never got bitten by the wrestling bug, huh? She never really got bitten by the wrestling bug. She never really did, even though she could be a heck of a professional wrestler. <laughs> now she is she older or younger than uh, Jay and Mark? No, she she's the youngest. Okay. She's the youngest. She is a nurse, um, a um, uh, and and. and in the process of becoming a nurse practitioner, married, then got two, got two young ones. Well, I guess it's great having a nurse in the family since, uh, hey, maybe she needs to be on hand for the farm match just in case. Hey, I'm hoping she's there. I am hoping she's there for the farm match. <laughs> Convenient in case anybody might need to be, you know, stitched up or whatever might happen as a result of the farm exactly. match. Exactly. Exactly. Well, well, let me ask you this because uh, clearly you have a, you have a big personality, I think it's fair to say. And, uh, and you're, you're not a small guy yourself. I mean, ha did you ever think yourself when you were growing up, like maybe you wanted to do wrestling? Hey, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But I mean, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. But I, I, I just, uh, hey, <laughs> I'll never forget. I don't even remember how old the boys were. But they were ref. I used to ref. I was a ref. I, I mean, I, maybe that's why I love it so much because I would really want to be a pro wrestler or want. <laughs> but uh, uh, I would always be the ref. <clears throat> so they're wrestling. They're wrestling in the ring, and I'm refing one. So they decide. I mean, I can't remember. They were probably 14 and 15, maybe. And they're going to send some tapes off to different places to see if they could train. So they send one down to uh, a promotion in Carolina, and. Uh, and and the guy watches the tape of him wrestling, and I'm wrapping. Probably Granny was taping one of them great big videotapes you had on your shoulder and everything, one of those cameras. But uh, he watches them, and uh, he responds to them and says, hey, listen, the boys are really good, but they're too young. I can't train them. They're only 15 years old, 14, 15, whatever. He said, but I'll tell you what, I am interested in the ref. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I am interested in the ref. <laughs> follow up on it? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't want to ref. I wanted to wrestle. Hey, one of the great – hey, we wrestled We wrestled a six-man against uh, Hero, Claudio, and uh, – daggone, I forgot his name now. Well, and, yeah, uh, it, was, it, was, it was Shane. Hagedorn. Hagedorn. Yeah, Hagedorn. I was – I was going to ask you about that. That was at Final Battle 2010. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And I remember the boys said something to me about it. Said something about, hey, listen, you want to wrestle in, uh, you want to wrestle Hero and, and Claudio and Hagedorn? And I'm like, man, are you crazy? No, I don't want to wrestle it. And I got thinking about it and I thought, you know what? How in the world? Can I go to my grave and think I passed up that opportunity? What father would not want to wrestle with their sons? Exactly. <laughs> well, that, that, had to be, that had to be just an incredible – I mean, what, what was that like for you to actually get in the ring? And this is not like uh, 
you know, a small show or anything at, you know, the local high school. I mean, this is final battle, the biggest show of the year. <laughs> what was that yeah. like? I mean, were, were you nervous or were you? Was it- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, sir. I, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, um, we, uh, uh, Chum had, uh, um, Hagedorn up on his shoulders. I mean, we, we, uh, we, we actually won the match. Right. And Chum had Hagedorn up on, up on the back of his shoulders. And I climbed up on top of the ropes and hit him with the doomsday. And it, I was so stunned when I hit the match. I just, I couldn't even cover him. Chicken had to come in from the outside to cover him to win the, to win the daggone match. I mean, I was just laying there like, oh. And Chicken had to come in and cover Agador to get the pin force. Well, yeah, that was a great moment. No doubt about that. And it had to be a blast. Well, let's, let's, I want to ask again about Granny. Now, what, okay, it's one thing she's seen Mark and Jay wrestle all these years. What's she thinking about with her husband in there, mixing it up with these guys? I mean, Claudio, uh, Claudio and Hero, they're no joke. They're no joke. Crazy. Like, Paul, you're crazy. Paul, you're crazy. Hey, listen, Kevin, this is, hey, this is the honest-to-goodness truth. Honest-to-goodness truth. The boy, one night in the winter, they went, I don't know how far, they went hundreds of miles and bought a ring. And they bring, and we're in the cold winter. And we've got an open shed on our farm. And uh, so they bring this ring back and we set it up in the middle of the shed. And I mean, it's cold, cold, cold. And we, so we set this ring up. So we're getting ready to do final battle. We're getting ready to do the six man. And I said, Granny, how about, I mean, I, I ain't never climbed up on the top. But the only time I climbed up on a, on a rope, they were training at, at uh, Van Hammers. They were training over there one day, and I went over with them, and I saw them doing their thing. And I've watched them for years, and I thought, man, shoot, ain't nothing to this. So I climbed up. I thought, I'm going to climb up on the top top rope. And I got to the second rope, and I thought, woo, boy, that's, <laughs> I don't believe I'm going any higher. So we're thinking, we're, so we're back to the final battle, and I'm saying, great. How about if I got to go up on the top rope and, and, and do something? I don't even know how to get up there. So we went, <laughs> me and Granny went down to the ring, and Granny showed me how to crawl up on the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> granny said, come on, Paul, let me show you how to crawl up. Hey, Granny's crusty now. She's a hard old Granny, I'm telling you. Granny's hard. <laughs> oh, maybe we got to do a mixed tag at some point. Get Granny in there. Why not? Believe you. Hey, believe you me, Granny can, Granny can, Granny is a little bit like the Granny on Beverly Clamp. It's hard, hard, <laughs> but I'm telling you, there's not a person that loves, that has a more loving heart in this world than Granny, but she's hard. <laughs> she's hard. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, though, when you mentioned climbing up on the ropes, uh, I've been in a similar situation. I've done a few things here and there. Uh, in wrestling and um, yeah it looks easy enough and it doesn't look like it's uh, that high up but once you get to that second rope and you look down it, it is higher than you think and there t- there's no question about that brother that's as high as I got <laughs> that's as high as I got believe you me and then we're up there and in, uh, in the daggone up in New York City and Chum's got him up on his shoulders. I get well. I guess I'm gonna have to go all the way up here now. <laughs> yeah, you got you got that adrenaline rush, and you're out there in front of the people. That's when you just all the fear goes away. 
Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. But that was that was a great, great, great experience. Great experience for me. You've had a couple other matches, right? Didn't you, you wrestled at least another match? Um, that was a six man. Right? <laughs> yeah, we did. We did one in Baltimore when they used to uh, when uh, when uh, Ring of Honor was at Du Burns. We wrestled one of Baltimore. It was uh, Elgin. We wrestled Elgin and Roddy. And uh, I can't remember who the other one was. Al Andrews. Truth Martini. Exactly. We wrestled them. Hey, now listen, Kevin. I tell the boys all the time. Hey, remind everybody in Ring of Honor who the only undefeated wrestler is. (laughs) Who who the only undefeated one is. I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) 2-0. Papa Briscoe don't do no jobs. No way. <laughs> he don't lay down for nobody. <laughs> oh, man, it's been fun. It's been fun, brother. I'm telling you. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. This podcast is a lot of fun as well, but we're going to take our second break, and we'll come back with more Papa Briscoe right after this. Want to hear post-match interviews from tonight's competitors? Want to see exclusive brand-new matches? Want to learn about breaking news before anyone else? Week by Week is the perfect companion to everything that happens on ROH TV. It premieres every single Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern on the official ROH YouTube page. That's youtube.com slash ringofhonor. Stay informed on the best wrestling on the planet. I'll see you there. All right, we are back on the ROH Strong Podcast. My very special guest today, Papa Briscoe. Uh, before we went to the the break, we were talking about your your wrestling career, how you're, uh, you're undefeated. I mean, it, you, hey, people out there, you can look it up. He is undefeated. It's in the record books, unbeaten. That's Jay can't say that. Mark can't say that. But Briscoe, he has bragging. You can look it up, brother. That's look right. it up. He's never been beaten in a Ring of Honor match. So I have to ask you this question because you know every every wrestler thinks. They've always got like that one more, that proverbial one more match. I got one more run, one more match. Have we seen the last of Papa Briscoe in the ring? I hope so, brother. <laughs> I hope so. But, but you never know. You never know. But I hope so. <laughs> well, let, me, let me pose this hypothetical to you. If, if you were to, say, have another match, is there anybody that you would, off the top of your head, anybody you would like to get in there and mix it up with. If I was, if I, <laughs> I would not go in there without the boys. <laughs> I need some protection. <laughs> I would not go in there one on one, brother. Now, <laughs> I would never even consider it one on one. But uh, but uh, but if I had the boys with me, I, I, I mean, that's kind of like a family tradition. There, I'd have to, have to be all. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Jackson boys and their daddy. That's right. Uh, I, 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 I'd, I'd be, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. Yeah. See, my money's on you on that one. You seem. I mean, I know he's like into music and stuff, but I, you, you're more into into ass whipping. I would think. You know, you're not about the <laughs> playing the playing the guitar and all that kind of stuff. Nah, I can't play a guitar, brother. Wish I could. You slam that guitar Wish over his head. That's what you would do. <laughs> here's, a match, lines. here's a match i would pay to see because there's another you know patriarch in uh in ring of honor and that's bestia del ring 
This is a money match. Roosh, Dragon Lee, and Bestia against Mark J and Papa Briscoe. You could take hey. my money for that one. Hey, hey, hey. Now, you know what? When the, I'll never forget when the boys told me that, uh, that Roosh and Dragon Lee were bringing their daddy in. I'm <laughs> thinking, huh, I'll be there. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'll be there. Now, how about that? Yeah, you wait. You wait for that phone call, right? You wait for that phone to ring. You're gonna get hey, hey, ah, hey, man. I tell you what, I saw the Briscoes and Dragon Lee and Roosh in Philadelphia. <laughs> Holy mackerel! Woo wee! Hopefully, Papa. Uh, uh, I'm hoping Roosh's daddy is like me, going to watch them do their thing, and then we'll get in there and slug it out a little bit. We'll, we'll I mean, we'll knock out of each other, and then we'll, <laughs> but we'll let them boys. Good Lord, what a match! Wow, what a yeah. match! Yeah, I was there for that match. Unbelievable. I mean, the match was unbelievable. The crowd was just super hot for that. It was, it was just an incredible atmosphere. I mean. Whew. It was. It was. Um, that that match has to happen again at some point. I oh my goodness! Hey, Kevin, one of the greatest wrestling matches I've ever seen. One of the greatest ones I've ever seen. That was. That was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I, I, yeah, that's not an overstatement. I, I, I felt the same way at the time. One of the best matches I've seen in a while. That was in. Uh, that was in New York, wasn't it? No, Philly. That was in that Philly. Was in- that was ECW Arena. Yep. That's right. Yep. I think that was in Philly, and I think. Another great match they had was with uh, Gorillas of Destiny. I think that was Oh, a- my goodness. Hey, Kevin, that whole series was off the chart. They wrestled him in Chicago. They wrestled him up in Canada. Jay got his back split open, had 120 stitches in his back. And then New York, they wrestled him in New York. That whole series was off the charts. Yeah, that was, that was incredible. I mean, God, when you just think about all the great matches that they've had, like we just said, Roosh and Dragon Lee and G.O.D., uh, the Young Bucks. Oh, my. Yeah, absolutely. Steve absolutely. Jericho. I mean, God, we could just listen. Oh, goodness oh, gracious. Yes, yes. <laughs> Man, what a robbery that was. Yep. <laughs> so, many, so many great matches. And, it's, look, it's why tag team wrestling, there was a time in pro wrestling, you know this, you've been a fan for years. There was a time a lot of companies didn't really value tag team wrestling. And uh, yes. Ring of Honor has never been that. It's always been such a huge part of Ring of Honor. Tag team wrestling's always meant something. Tag team wrestling could be the main event of the show. And, again, that's another testament to not only, not only Mark and Jay, but, yeah, all these, all these talented teams they've had to work with. That's why tag Ab- team wrestling has always said Ab- Ring of Honor. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's like with a lot of other companies – it's an afterthought and they're just throwing two single rest. And then, you know, they've, the boys have always said, you just throw two single wrestlers out there. That ain't tag team wrestling. That's not tag team wrestling. So let me ask you this, when you're in the crowd and you're seeing these, uh, you know, like a match, like, like that one we just talked about with Roosh and Dragon Lee. Um, and I know, like you said, you get fired up. You're, you, you're really into it. You ever tempted <laughs> to get, get out of your seat and do a run in? Does Granny have to hold you back? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you, when they lost the belts to Lethal and Gresham up there at uh, Baltimore, man, I wanted to crawl over that rail so bad and smack Jay Lethal right in the jawbone. I couldn't hardly stand it. He's pointing at me. (laughs) 
<laughs> Absolutely. No question. Well, okay, so let me ask you from a different standpoint. When you're, when you're watching Mark and Jay do some of these crazy, like, death-defying moves, um, do you ever get worried? Or, or, do you, or are you just like, nah, they got it? Kevin, you know what? <laughs> when they were, uh, when they, I guess they were old enough to drive. They had their license because they were, they were riding motorcycles. They had these crotch rockets. And they rode them all over, all over the shore here. And I mean, they were known to the police. They were like the, like the Dukes boys of Dukes of Hazard. I mean, they, they, the, the cops knew them. They, they, I mean, they knew them because they, they couldn't catch them. They couldn't. And, and Granny would, Granny would, oh my Lord, when they were teenagers, you don't know how many nights she did not sleep. She did not sleep with Paul. We got to go pop or uh, Mike. We got to go get him out of jail. Got to. I said, well, let them stay in there tonight. It'd be good for them. Leave them in there. They're, they're, they're fine. Leave them in there. They're fine. And, I mean, you just got to kind of kind of put them in the Lord's hands and say, Lord, I mean, they're young and they're stupid and they're out doing stuff they shouldn't do, but you take care of them. You take care of them, and, and, uh, and, and we'll go get them in the morning. <laughs> oh. when, you, when you come to these shows – especially like a big show in Baltimore or something, you bring like half of Sandy Fork with you too, don't you? Hey, you know what? There is a fight. Sandy Fork, hey, if Ring of Honor ever comes to Salisbury, Maryland, watch out, brother. Watch <laughs> out, brother, because I'm telling you, this is Briscoe country. This is Briscoe country. I'll never forget one time they were wrestling an independent show when they first started. And they're wrestling the Haas brothers is who they're wrestling. They're wrestling. They had a few with the Haas brothers. They're wrestling the Haas brothers. And they <laughs> – granny, granny, granny got out of control that night. I couldn't hold granny. Granny, granny literally jumped in the ring. <laughs> and the Haas brothers, they would hit that splato on her. And so they got granny and rolled her up and hit the splato on her. Hey, brother, let me tell you, it was a ride in there. <laughs> Sandy Fork faithful stormed, stormed the place. I mean, it was unreal. <laughs> yeah, they rolled Granny up the house, brothers Charlie and Russ. They rolled him up and hit the plate on Granny. And that was it, brother. The Sandy Fork faithful. It was unbelievable. They stormed him. It was crazy. Well, that's like the old school days when you talk, when you hear about like, you know, the heels doing something so dastardly. Absolutely. Absolutely. The basketball road to Mr. Reese. that Jay in the background? That's Jay. Jay's, yeah, that's Jay back there. He's hollering a chicken. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They're just, they just hollering a chicken, chicken hollering back. We're going to settle it. We're going to settle it. We're going to get it taken care of. We're going to get it straightened out. Man, they're We're going to get it straight. They're still arguing with each other, man. I, well, keep them. I hope we don't. We don't need the farm match to start early. I hope you keep them. You need to you might need to keep them separated or something there. Well, I tell you, they, 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 they are, they are ready. They are ready to go at each other. They're ready, and I'm telling you, Kevin, I promise you, it'll be resolved. We will get this resolved, and after this farm match. 
you will see the baddest tag team on the planet. Yes, sir. No question. No that's question. What was, that's what I was hoping for. And like I said, if you say it, I know it's going to happen. Like if you say that's what's going to happen, I know the boys will fall in line. Hopefully, like you said, they just they beat it out of each other. Hopefully, they can still walk away from the fight after it's over. And then, uh, and then, yeah, get back, to, get back to doing what they do. Uh, but let me ask you this question about uh, maybe the next generation of Briscoes. Because I know Mark and Jay, they both have big families, right? They have a bunch of kids, don't they? <laughs> we got a ton of them, Kevin. We got 11, a ton of them. Yes, sir. We got a ton of We got 11 grandkids between the three of them. And Jerry included. We got 11 grandkids. So let me ask you this question. And because I know – your grandkids must be super special. Uh, grandparents are like that. They love those grandkids. What yeah, if, you're right. You're right. They are. What if your precious grandchildren came to you and said, we want to be wrestlers too. We want to jump off the roof. What would you say to that? Ah, I might have a different reaction to them than I did to the boys. That's right. I might have a different reaction to them than I did to the boys. Yes, sir. No question. And I guarantee you, Granny wouldn't allow it. Granny would not allow it. <laughs> yeah, well, but boy, I just tell you what, wouldn't that be something, though, to see a third gen? Like, you've been in the ring, Mark and Jay, obviously, what they've done. Possibly see a third generation one day, maybe, third generation of Briscoes. And that would be something. Yeah. Wouldn't it be yeah, something to have you and, and Jay and Mark and one of the grandchildren or whatever teaming together? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You know what? There's I – mean, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's stuff that, that you just remember. You know what I mean? And some people might remember whatever. I, I, I'll never forget the time, the, the, the times when I've had the opportunity to go in the ring with them. I'll never forget that. And if a grand, if I, if one of our, if one of their kids, one of the kids was in there, good gala day. What a special, 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 special heartfelt time. Well, let me ask you this, uh, uh, Mr. Briscoe. If Jay and Mark, are they right there? Could I, could I speak to them for, would they come on for a second or? Jay's they- over here. Jay's over here. Mark, Mark's mad. Mark's mad. They done Howard. They done, they done. Shoot. No, I, I've been trying to keep part. Hey, Jay's right here. Chicken has, chicken has. He's mad. He's done drove off around me. He's gone back in the woods, but Jay's right here. You want to talk to him? Yeah, please, sir. There he is. Yeah. Pull that on. Hey, Kevin, my man, what's going on? How are you, brother? I'm good, brother. How about yourself? I'm great. So, Chicken flew the coop. Is that right? Yeah, he's scared. He over there driving the golf cart out like he don't want to come around here. Well, I've been talking to your dad, as you probably heard, about all about this farm match. Since you're there – uh, let me ask you, this farm match is coming up. Uh, it'll be shown July 3rd, the weekend of July 3rd on Ring of Honor TV. Uh, what, what is, let me just ask you directly, what does is, what is Chicken have in store for him? What, what are you going to do to the man? I'm going to bust his head wide open like a motherfucking cantaloupe. Excuse my language. Okay. Like a daggone watermelon. Wide, smooth oak, like a damn tomato. <laughs> this is your brother you're talking about now, right? Yeah, I know it. And that's what it got coming to him. All right, now you think he bad because he won the match? Because I let him win that match. You did? Yeah, I let him get that. He needed that. I'm a two-time world champion. I ain't need that. I let him get that. Now he want to talk 
like he he really got that. You know, I th- I don't want to stir Mark up, but I kind of thought you could have beat that 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 uh, twenty count if you wanted to. Oh yeah, damn right I could have, and you about find out what I'm gonna do. Shit, I'm gonna beat the twenty count and then more. I'm gonna beat his head twenty times. All right, now your dad is convinced that when all said and done, though, when you guys fight this out, God knows what you guys are going to do to each other on the farm where anything goes and you get your hands on geez, any number of, of, of weapons. He's convinced when all said and done that this is going to be good and you guys are going to be back on the same page. Do you see it that way? Do you think this will be the one thing where you guys get it out of you fight it out and then you, you're back on the same page? You, you think you can do that? Kevin, I'm going to really be honest with you. I wish I could see that far in the future, but I can't. At this point, I'm only seeing red, and I see Mark's head, and I'm going to put his ass on the wall like a damn mantle, like a deer that I shot out in the woods with 12 damn points on his head, like a damn big-ass buck. I'm going to whoop his ass, put him on the wall, and, and at this point, that's all I can think about. I'm sorry. I can't answer your question. All right. Well, I, you know – I wish Mark was there and I could give him equal time. But hey, check uh, it. Hey, hey, Kevin wants to talk to you. Oh, he's right over there. Oh, he's, he came back. Oh. Yeah, here you go. Hold on. Here he come. Yeah. Hey, 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 Mr. Kevin wants to talk to you. Hey, Kevin, how you grabbed his phone from me now? Mr. Kevin, Mr. Kevin, what's going on? Did, uh, I, I, I hope Jay ain't uh, uh, make your head hurt too bad. Did, uh, did this man, I don't even know why he over here at my house on my property right now, I'll be honest with you. Well, but, uh, don't worry about my head, Mark. He said he's going to hurt your head, bust you open, and do all kind of bad things to you at the, on this farm match. You see, Kevin, see, the thing about that is he said a lot of stuff. He says a lot of stuff. But uh, uh, most time he, he don't know what he's talking about, and he don't know what he's doing. Well, you know, one thing he said was that he actually let you win that match on the 500th episode. He could have beat the count and gotten back in the ring. <laughs> yeah, he, he's been he, – I've heard that one a time or two. <laughs> over these uh, 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 past few weeks. But uh, I told him, you lucky you lucky, you ain't getting in that ring. I know you could have got in that ring, but you chose not to get in that ring because I was about to whoop your head. Well, you know, I've been talking to your dad, and he said uh, he thinks this is what's – you guys got to fight it out on the farm. That's the only way you guys are going to get back on the same page. Jay said he's not so sure you guys even can get back on the same page. What, what do you think? I mean, are you guys going to – just get this out of your system and then go back to being the Briscoes, the baddest tag team on the planet? Well, I mean, that's definitely what dad thinks is going to happen. But, I mean, uh, you know what I mean? Like, Jay, you know what I mean? Twenty, Shoot, 21 years now. 21 years now wrestling. 21 years is a long time to be uh, uh, in a partnership with a man like uh, uh, Jay Briscoe. It's a, it's, a, it's a long time and it's, a, it's tiresome. It's tiresome. So, I, Kevin, I guess we'll see how it goes. but. Uh, you know what I mean? Dad seems to have a lot of uh, faith and hope that it's going to uh, going to make things better, but uh, we'll see. Well, before I let you go, just uh, like I said, I've been promoting this match. It's going to be the weekend of July 3rd. You against Jay, farm match, anything goes. I can only imagine what you guys are going to do to each other. Uh, give me your final promo. Like what – if people listen to this are thinking, man, I'm, I don't know if I want to watch that or not, what would you tell those people why they should watch the farm match? Hey, we get down on the farm, baby. This is where uh, this is where it all started. I mean, uh, shoot, there ain't no ain't no limbers on the farm. I mean, we got the ring down there, and 
down there in the barn, I reckon we'll probably start out in the ring. I mean, that makes sense, but there ain't no limits on the farm. We got chicken houses, 20-foot feed bins. We got uh, manure sheds. I mean, we got we got, we got got a law out there, baby. And, uh, and if anybody's seen me and my brother wrestle over these past 21 years, then y'all know that we don't really like to hold too much back. So, uh, yeah, it's going down. And, uh, uh, yeah, you don't want to miss it. Yeah, you guys don't hold much back. I'd say that's definitely – that's an understatement. You don't hold anything back when you guys face other people, and you damn sure don't hold anything back when you face each other. That is for sure. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. Uh, well, Mark, I got to be um, – I got to be objective, right? I can't take sides here. So I'm going to wish you luck in the farm match. But I'm also going to – you know, if, if Jay can hear me or even if he can't, I'm going to wish him luck as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, he can't hear you. I don't, I don't shoot him off my property. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, don't, don't mix. Like, can you guys wait to the farm? Like, don't start fighting before the farm match. Yeah, right. that's why I don't. That's why I told him he don't need me over here on my property okay. because I, I mean, I can't. I don't really like looking at this man at this point in time. But uh, you know, I, I'm trying to keep it all together till until the farm match, and uh, you know, do it right. All right, well, I can't wait to see it. Like I said, I'm going to wish you luck. I'm going to wish Jay luck. And I got my fingers crossed that when it's all said and done, see you guys come back and, uh, and go after that 12th Tag Team Championship. That's what I want to see. I think, I think I speak for a lot of the Ring of Honor fans. That's what we really like to see. So Yeah, hey, that sounds good, out. too. That does sound good. So, so okay, we'll see how she goes. I, I appreciate you. Okay, Mark, let me, uh, let me finish up with, uh, with your dad. With the big man. Yes, sir. Here you go. Hey Kevin. Yes, sir. It will be it will be settled. Yeah, I believe you. I'm believe telling you, it will be settled. They can't see it, but it'll be settled. Well, like I said, when you say it, I believe it. So I, I think that, I think Thank you, brother. We, we will see it settled once and for all. I mean it it has to be. It ha- it has to be done. And uh I think you're right. This is the way to do it. Go back to the beginning, go back to basics, do it on the farm. And let's move on. Again, I got my fingers crossed, and I, and, and I do think that's what's going to happen. All right, well, before we head to our final break, uh, we, we play this game we like to call 10 questions. Are you up for doing that? Kevin, I have heard this before, and I am excited about it. Yes, sir absolutely. I love that enthusiasm. That's, you might, that, usually people aren't that excited about 10 questions, so I appreciate that. All right, we're going to take this break, and we're going to play 10 questions with Papa Briscoe right after this. This is the prestigious one, Joe Hendry, here to tell you about shophonor.com. That's the new location to go to for all things Ring of Honor merchandise. We've got an amazing selection with the prestigious Ring of Honor logos, but also we've got merchandise for all your favorite Ring of Honor stars. So go support the company, go support your favorite wrestlers, shophonor.com. I'll see you there. Hey, Honor Nation. Check out the new and improved Ring of Honor shop at ShopHonor.com. ShopHonor.com turns ordinary online shopping into a truly immersive experience. Our new mobile-friendly design is enhanced for better navigation and search. The recommended for you feature will showcase products based on your unique preferences or find exactly what you want as you filter any category by your favorite wrestler, size, or color. Go to ShopHonor.com now. All right, we are back on the ROH Strong Podcast. My guest is Papa Briscoe. We had a little cameo there from Jay and Mark. 
Uh, luckily, things did not get out of hand, and we didn't start the farm match early. Uh, but now we're going to play 10 questions. Papa Briscoe, are you ready? Yes, sir. Let's go. And it is now time for 10 questions with Kevin. All right. Question number one. What's something on your bucket list? What's something you'd something, like to do before you check out? Something on my bucket list. Ah, good question. Good question, brother, because I'm not planning on checking out of here real soon. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't, as we've talked, I wouldn't mind getting back in the ring with the boys one more time. Well, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I want to see that one happen. I think it tells me it's going to happen. All right, question number two. If you could have a conversation with any celebrity or historical figure, past or present, who would it be? Who would you like oh, to Oh, no, no question. No question. I want to talk to Jesus. I want to talk to Jesus. You know, you can't get a better answer than that. You can't get higher than that. That's for sure. Thank you, brother. Question number three. What's a subject you'd like to know more about? Oh, wow. Great question. Because there's a whole lot I don't know. That's a great question right there, brother. Maybe um, Granny, Granny's kind of the one who does all the financing in our house. So I'm going to say I would like to know more about the financial aspects of living. Because okay. Granny does it all. Yeah. Okay. All right. Question number four. Have you ever had a paranormal experience? And if not, Ooh. do you believe in the existence of it? Ooh, Kevin. 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 Uh, <laughs> woo, good question, brother. Uh, woo. One night I was on my knees praying, and I had I had an out-of-body experience with the Lord. I mean, it's like I saw my, I was able to see myself as I looked down upon myself as I was praying. And I'm like, wow, wow. Yes, sir. Well, that's got to be a life-changing experience. Absolutely. Absolutely, brother. All right. Question number five. This one is, is a little more superficial, not quite as deep. What's your favorite movie or TV show? Outlaw Josie Wales. Ah, I could see that. Definitely. Clint Eastwood, Outlaw Josie Wales. <laughs> he spits the tobacco on the scorpion's head. Right. Oh, great movie. Now, you a Dirty Harry guy, too, or, or just more like the Westerns? Nah, I'm more the Western type guy. I'm more the Western type guy. All right, question number six. What's something about you that would surprise people? I'm afraid of snakes. I am scared to death of snakes. I'll run 20 miles if I see a snake. I hate it. I am scared to death of them. Now, that definitely surprises me. Because I did, I, I see Papa Briscoe as fearless, especially when it comes to. I mean, you probably see some snakes around the farm, don't you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I got think... to can tell you some stories about them too. So you don't get used to it, huh? You still just, still just. Don't no, wanna... sir. Oh, okay. No, sir. Not at all. I am scared to death of snakes. All right, learning all kinds of things here this week about Papa Briscoe. 
So I think you would like you would like eat snakes, you know, not not be afraid of or wear wear snakes on your uh, on your boots. That's what I would. Think. Hey, I'll never forget one time. Granny and I came home, and uh, we had a pickup truck, and there was a a wash tub, a wash tub turned over on the ground, uh-huh. and right beside the pickup truck. So I went and turned the wash tub over, and as I picked it up, there's a snake underneath it. So I ran inside and grabbed the shotgun got up in the pickup truck, called Granny to come over. I said, Granny, I picked that wash tub up. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave him everything that was in the gun. <laughs> right, so what Granny I'm, said, are you crazy? <laughs> what I'm hearing is we're never going to see you potentially in the ring with Jake the Snake and him pulling the bag out and putting the snake oh, in. That, that'll never happen. Oh, my. I think I'd die of a heart attack. I think I, I think I'd die of a heart attack. Yes, sir. I think I saw Andre have a heart attack, and it was actually in Baltimore. Andre, you know, a a uh, quote unquote heart attack when Jake pulled the snake out. <laughs> mine would be, mine would be a definite cardiac arrest. <laughs> All right, well, we'll keep the snakes away. Luckily, nobody in Ring of Honor brings a snake to the ring, so at least not that I know of. Uh, all right, question number seven. Do you have any hobbies? Oh, absolutely. We hunt. We hunt. We deer hunt. We fish. Good golly, we bass fish. <laughs> As a matter of fact, my grandson, Jay's oldest, right now that's my hunting and fishing buddy. Uh, that's my hunting and fishing buddy. We <laughs> And he's right now saying, hey, Paul, we going fishing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Absolutely, hunting and fishing. All right, question number eight. This is this is a thinker here. Question number eight. What's your favorite Ring of Honor match that doesn't involve Jay or Mark? And I know that's covering a lot of ground and a lot of years and a lot of matches, but what, what comes to mind? Like a great match that didn't involve Jay or Mark. You know what? Uh, <laughs> lethal and Tate. Oh, that's that was a fantastic, and I don't know if people appreciate it enough, but that was fantastic, fantastic. And I do think that match, to your point, I think it is a little underappreciated how good that was. Obviously, going 60 minutes. Oh, my goodness. And they they kept the fans' interest. Oh, oh, that was fantastic. Unbelievable. That was great. Yeah, great, great choice on that one. All right, question number nine. What advice would you give to parents whose kids want to be pro wrestlers? Hey, believe in your kids. Believe in your kids. Follow your heart. Let them follow their heart. Let them follow their heart. Be their biggest fan. Be, I mean, whatever. Be their biggest fan. Well said, well said. All right, question number 10, our final question. Who is the second baddest tag team on the planet? <laughs> Boy, that's a good question. I mean, the gorillas are tough. Good golly. The, the Jackson boys, how are you going to look past the Jackson boys? I mean, golly, day. That's, 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 hey, now that's a tough. Hey, how about daggone uh, – um and and um oh shoot dag on it there in NXT now uh Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly good yeah. golly day. how about Westina Generica 
I don't know. I stuff them. I stuff them. I, I would say you looking at the gorillas or you looking at the Jackson boys. Yeah, a lot to choose from for sure. But yeah, I think. Yeah. Uso, hey, Usos, how can you not mention the Usos? Usos Good God. Hey, how can you not say the Usos? Yeah, something about those brother tag teams. Definitely got something special going on. There is definitely a chemistry there, brother, that it, it makes a difference. All right. Well, that's the end of 10 questions. Before I let you go, um, I usually ask every guest at the end, uh, are they on social media? Do they want people to follow them somewhere? Do, not, do you do the Twitter thing or the Instagram thing or no? I'm going to guess no. I ain't got a clue about Twitter. <laughs> All right. So I ain't got a clue about Twitter or Facebook. But if I was that, <laughs> hey, but I love y'all. But hey, Hey, you just have to call me on the phone. That's right. All right. So yeah. So so Papa Briscoe cannot. He he's radio silent on social media. You cannot follow him anywhere. Uh, so uh, unfortunately, no. He's uh, like you say. Call him on the telephone if you happen to know the man's number. All right. Well, I can't tell you how much I have enjoyed uh, this conversation. Um, it was so great to finally talk to you. Uh, again, like I said, I, I've seen you at the shows uh, at, from time to time. I will definitely see you at Best in the World and, uh, and come up and introduce myself and, and, uh, and shake your hand. We can shake hands now, I guess, right? That's, we're allowed to do that nowadays? Or we, we are allowed to do that nowadays, brother. Yes, okay. sir. All right. Well, hey, thanks again for, for taking your time, uh, for being on here. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, man, can't wait, to, can't wait to see that farm match. Hey, Kevin, thank you so much. It has been my privilege, and I thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. I want to thank everybody out there for listening. And remind you that a new episode of the ROH Strong Podcast drops every Monday on ROHWrestling.com and most podcast platforms. Keep it locked into ROHWrestling.com and ROH's social media channels. That's at Ring of Honor on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Ring of Honor for news regarding upcoming episodes. Also, for the latest ROH news and views, you can read my column, X-Files, every Friday on ROHWrestling.com. Until next time, this is Kevin Eck saying, stay safe and let's all be ROH strong.